0: Hey, hey everybody. So on today's episode, I want to bring it back to basics and let's talk about what we mean when we talk about a highly sensitive child. Um, Because really what we're talking about is a personality type. And the reason that I'm so passionate about talking about this is I didn't realise that I was this personality type until my 20s. And if we can help children recognise what their kind of personality is, and for you as a parent, if you can have the insight into how your child thinks, how they tick, how they feel, it's going to not only make your parenting journey so much more smoother, but you're also going to be speaking the same language to your child. You're going to be setting them up for success, for happiness, for calm. And so let's get back to basics and talk about a few ways that sensitive children perceive things in the world, the way that they think and the way that they feel. So to have a high sensitivity, to be highly sensitive in the way that I understand it, is that you really are deeply aware of how everybody around you feels you are very perceptive, you are aware of things in your environment, you're aware of um, facial expressions, you just have this sense, this inner knowing of how somebody feels and one of the biggest lessons that a highly sensitive child or adult has to work through if they want to be able to have any sense of calm and peace in this world is to recognise that how they're feeling oftentimes isn't their own feelings. Oftentimes they are sensing how somebody else feels and they're feeling uncomfortable with that feeling that the other person has. So for you as a parent, a highly sensitive child will be highly aware of how you feel, which is so uncomfortable when I, for so many parents when I explain this because all of a sudden they feel like their child is going to be like a little detective, like following them around and watching how they feel and you know, watching their every move. And maybe you already feel like that with your son or daughter. I know a lot of my private clients feel like that with their children. It's just worth knowing that how you feel, your moods, your, the way that you express your feelings it will impact your child who's highly sensitive more than it will impact the other children in the home. And so when your child is acting out themselves, when they're feeling angry or they're erupting with emotions, it's worth just thinking, how is our family environment at the moment? Are we all feeling a bit stressed? I know this past 18 months, that is perfectly understandable. Uh, we've just been through a global pandemic and so many countries are feeling the effects of that on a deep level still and so it's really common that at the minute a lot of family homes are quite hectic and quite stressful and so ask yourself the question how is our family home how have we been feeling recently and just recognize that your child that's highly sensitive will be more impacted by your feelings than your other children in the home And that's not because there's something wrong with that child, quite the opposite, it's just because they are highly perceptive, they can look at your face and they can almost just sense how you're feeling, even if, listen to this bit, even if you're doing your best to try and hide it, because we all do that, I used to live my life in that way, putting on the happy, smiley face, half the time I didn't even know how I felt because I got so used to just almost pretending that I was okay, but I didn't even know that I was pretending. Um, So, another thing that highly sensitive children um, struggle with, can struggle with, is noise and bright lights. Now, for me, when I go into a supermarket or a place that has uh, lots of music playing and lots of these fluorescent false lights, it's just taxing on me. I I can't describe it in any other way. I just feel um, very distracted by the noise, the bright lights are are harsh for me. And so when I'm in an environment like that, it then just becomes a little bit more tiring and a little bit more stressful. Now, as an adult, I can say to myself, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to leave this shop now but for a child, they don't have that same awareness of how they're feeling. They also don't have the vocabulary to say that to you. And so if you're feeling like your child um, has meltdowns in supermarkets or busy, um, busy play areas or anywhere where it has like bright fluorescent lights or um, lots of people or lots of activity and lots of noise, you might notice that your child has a meltdown or starts to um, show through their behaviour and emotions that they're not feeling happy and they're not feeling calm. That might happen for you as a parent during your time in that place or when you come out. So in the car on the way home or when you get back home, suddenly there might be um, eruptions and meltdowns and tears. And so that could be that your child just found that environment that you've just been in very stressful and tiring. And so these are just some things to be aware of that sensitive children in my experience need some downtime. Um, Having lots of activity going on, having a busy day They can try and keep up with that, but you might find as a parent that when it comes to bedtime, that they really struggle to settle down to sleep. And that's oftentimes because they're completely overwired, completely overstimulated, and they are struggling to calm their body, really, to calm their, their body, to calm their mind. There's just been a lot of activity for them throughout the day. Another thing that highly sensitive children might struggle with is friendships because they might take things personally that other people say, they might struggle um, to be in large groups of friends um, at school or at parties or play centres because of the sheer volume of children, noise, activity and also just because they haven't yet learned how to basically not take on other people's feelings and not make how other people feel mean something about them and who they are and their self-worth. So you might find that your sensitive child wants to just play with one child or two children um, and they might be slightly more introverted. Now in my experience this isn't the case for all sensitive children. I would describe my own personality as um you know somewhat introverted and extroverted um, I'm I'm in the middle but that's because I've learned a lot around how to um, work through my emotions how to process emotions um, you know I've done a ton of self-work self-development work but going back if I think how I was as a child I was what what adults would call quite a shy child I would retreat away and I really wouldn't have wanted to be in a crowd um, of friends so it's just worth bearing in mind that you might notice your child wants to just play with one or two friends and if they struggle with things like play dates having lots of children around or busy parties um, just know that that is okay Um, it's something that you can definitely work on um the whole thing around a sensitive child is strengthening their resilience um strengthening their resilience to things like busy places um lots of children but also strengthening their resilience to not taking other people's emotions on um And so all of this is stuff that you can learn as a parent so that you can deeply understand your child. Because when you understand them, you can just feel emotionally closer to them on a completely different level um, than you would be able to have with them if you didn't understand them. You know, understanding how your sensitive child thinks and feels and ticks on a daily basis is the key to you being able to create a very close relationship with them, which I know is, is what most parents would want. So there's just a few things that help you understand a sensitive child. Um, they can take other people's emotions on, so they very much are perceptive of how you're feeling. Um, and if they don't know how to process that um, and understand it... If they haven't learned that yet, then they will take on your emotions and that will um be heavy for them. that will be tough for them to process um The second thing is they might struggle with busy places, lots of noise and um, bright fluorescent lights, so that's just worth bearing in mind when you plan your days out and where you go to um It's just worth thinking about how much time are we spending here um are you looking out for how your child is feeling and, and behaving in those environments? Because that will give you information around how they're actually feeling. Um, and the final thing is friendships, you know, just recognising that if your sensitive child is just learning from you in the very early age, uh, very early stages of learning from you how to talk about their feelings, and if this is a brand new thing for you as well, um, that like it is for most people, then it makes sense to understand that they are possibly going to prefer to just be with one or two children, um, because they might find friendships quite difficult whilst they're in the early stages of learning how to deal with conflict, how to not take on other, on board other people's emotions, um, and how not to be so deeply impacted by lots of noise. So there's just a few things to help you understand how your highly sensitive child might be feeling and thinking. Of course, the last thing that I want to do with this work is give anybody the impression that this is about putting a child into a box, about stereotyping them. Um, I'm a huge, huge believer in we are all completely unique. We were all born with our own um, fingerprints. There's not one of us that are the same as the other. So these are just pieces of information that could help you understand your child, but to get a deeper understanding of your particular child, um, I would highly recommend that you speak to somebody who is fully trained and fully informed on the highly sensitive child personality type. Okay guys, I will look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye for now!